Hi guys! Today get ready for an exciting and insightful on-the-spot interview with an expert. So our topic is absolutely fascinating, localized digital marketing tailored for each location. So if you are running a multi-location business, you won't want to miss this episode. We will be discussing the importance of establishing localized digital presence. So stay tuned for valuable insights and practical tips. Hi everybody, it's Marilis and Laura and we are from Powerful Marketers. If you are a business owner or a marketer with a product or service you believe in, this is the right place for you. Because when it comes to business success, we believe that no one wins alone. We all need to be connected, inspired and supported to grow. Thanks for being here today and let's get started. Hi listeners, so I am thrilled to dive into our podcast's new topic today, multi-location digital marketing. And joining us is a remarkable guest, Wayne, the founder and chief strategy officer of Live Technology Holdings and Live Retail. Welcome, Wayne. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you, Marie. Very well, thank you. We are so glad to have you here with us, Wayne. So with your impressive background of building and exiting six businesses, generating over 110 million in wealth. Oh my God, so big numbers. We believe you can guide us in mastering the art of multi-location marketing. So I wanna jump right into it. Our topic today may seem complex at first glance. It is like, you know, stitching together those various marketing technologies and pretty much orchestrating them like a, I don't know, symphony conductor or something, right? But you, mu- you must ensure that everything runs smoothly. So it can feel overwhelming already. So Wayne, I am not going to start with how personal- personalized marketing for each location contributes to building a strong uh, digital presence because I believe our listeners already understand its importance, right? But instead, We would love to learn from you about effective strategies and tactics that businesses can implement to tailor their, you know, digital marketing efforts to each specific location. So could you help us out here? Absolutely. Yeah. So there's, there's two very, very important points with respect to local marketing. Um, So the first thing is the consumer response. About 85% of a consumer's disposable income will be spent within 15 miles, and sorry, I'm using American terminology miles, 15 miles of where they work or live. Mm -hmm. And so that's everything from going into restaurants, a bar, you know, all of the stuff they do. So yes, there's a lot of consumption on on the web and a lot of digital sites from Amazon and all the rest of them. But at the end of the day, most of the consumer's disposable income is spent within 15 miles of where they work and live. And there's a few things that drive response to ads. Whenever a consumer sees something that is close to their heart, they their response goes through the roof. So a good example of this is the city or town where they work and live. So where traditionally you just see an ad that just talks about the product and has a headline and that's it. By just adding the name of the city that that product is in, so where the store is that's selling it or the service, whatever it is, by adding the name of that city, the response rate will go up by a minimum of 30 to 40 percent mm-hmm. and typically four to five times. And I'll give you a quick example, if I can give you a quick case study. So Unilever, Unilever that owns the brand 
um, in fact, I'll give you the case study after because it covers both. The second part is when you buy media, when you're buying media and traditional media and you're buying it on TV, for example, because there's a fixed rate per channel, you can't really negotiate. There's no auction. When we're buying on digital, everything's auction based. In the case of Google, it's what's called a Dutch auction. So you pay for what the second highest bidder was. In the case of Facebook, it's just a straight auction. So you're paying to, you're bidding against everyone else. So if you're buying specific terms, so say you were buying, we want to buy people that are, are interested in a particular type of food and across, you know, if you're buying nationally, so whether you're apparel companies like Nike or and Unilever and Procter & Gamble, you're all bidding against each other. So you're paying for a premium. On the other hand, when you buy that same set of criteria, so someone is interested in a product within an age range, income level, etc., but within six or seven kilometers or 10 or 12 miles around an area, you have no competition bidding against you for those criteria. So the cost of your media is typically 60% less. And I'll give you a great example of this. So Universal Macan was running on behalf of their client, Unilever, a campaign for Axe Deodorant. And Axe Deodorant was feeling like they were losing direct connection with their audience, which they want young males to use their deodorant. And so they did some analysis and they came up with a strategy that said, if we can actually tie video gaming and males of 18 to 35 together, we'll run that. So they were running a national campaign targeting, targeting young males, 18 to 35, that enjoy video gaming. And it was working okay. And the ads basically said, win a PlayStation 5. And then they spoke about the Axe deodorant. And it was a carousel ad working well, but expensive because they were competing against Blizzard, the gaming companies. They were competing against Nike that's going after the same audience. They were competing against Coca-Cola. They were competing against every single brand you can imagine. So they came to us and they said, we've actually got some trade funds that are available to spend through ShopRite, 236 ShopRite locations. And they said, how about we actually change these ads to hit specific areas where these shop rights are to try and engage with the consumer? So let's just take an area like, for example, Huntsville. So by running an ad, which basically said, win a PlayStation 5, we took the exact same creative and we simply added the city name. So now it said, win a PlayStation 5 and Huntsville on the first opening carousel ad. The second thing, it actually had a picture, a storefront, of the shop right in the shopping mall, in the strip mall. And so the response rate when the consumer saw that was up by 2.6 times. But more importantly, the cost of media was down by over 60%. Within 70 hours of starting that campaign, their registration servers failed from the load of the volume of response. <laughs> now it's sad that they failed, but for us it was great. Everyone was running around like headless chickens going, oh, everything's down, what are we gonna do? It wasn't our registration service, it was their registration service. But it shows the power of taking a national message and localizing it. Now as a local business, the most important thing you have, and we always hear it, is lo location, location, location. Mm -hmm. And the reality is you need to make sure you market that location. So every ad you run has to include the name of a city or town, because people that recognize that will respond and be engaged much higher. And the mm -hmm. second thing is, when you buy your advertising, you need to hyper-target it. And in digital, the more targeting elements you have, the better it is, because you reduce your cost, because you remove competition. There is so much unsold inventory on Facebook, on Google Display Network, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on every one of these social media and digital display sites that you always get the best deal 
if you add all the targeting elements, and that all sounds complicated, but I can address that, you know, in a few, in another question. No, that's very good. Uh, it all comes down to being more efficient. This Absolutely. is what I hear you saying. And Absolutely. for for our listeners from Europe, just for, uh, I just Googled that 15 miles is 24 kilometers. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> no worries. I, I, I grew up on the metric system and I love the metric system, but I moved to America and I had to move to the imperial system and I had no choice. And no, I forgot. Yeah, no worries. No so. worries. Don't worry. I should know the both you know metric <laughs> systems by head, but I, I don't still. So, yeah. But I wanted to ask if... Uh, um, if a business operates in a different countries and using different languages, how can they, you know, actually navigate localized digital marketing in such diverse environments? I mean, can you talk about the, maybe you have some case studies here as well? Absolutely. So ironically enough, talking to the customer in their own language is another thing that is close to their heart. So if you look at mm -hmm. in the US, most of the ads that are run are typically English, yet we have mm -hmm. a huge diversity of languages and people and, you know, every single state actually has a different way of saying things. And so the minute you actually address the terms and the language and change the language, the response rate also goes through the roof. So think of it almost as you've got this peg that you're just moving up the ladder. And every time you move it up the ladder, you do something well. So if you talk about the city or town that's close to the people and you mention it in the graphics, not just in the copy above the ads and below the ads, the consumer is drawn to the actual graphical element. If mm -hmm. you include a picture in the ad, the peg moves up again. If you use their own language, you can move this peg up five times because talking to someone in their own language, and it's really not that hard as long as you actually have the artwork. And we use AI to generate all of that for us. And I can talk about how we set it up for a brand. But in essence, what <clears throat> what live retail does is, and it's some of the experience that we built over the years, we, we sold some businesses to some other companies all around digital marketing. And one of the things we realized is that the big enterprises have a lot of bureaucracy, are very slow at moving. So we actually turned the model on its head. Just getting the brand guidelines to set up a business is very hard at the enterprise level, at the group level. So we actually said, how's the easiest way of getting the colors for the brand, the styles and everything else? And we send out an AI crawler to their website. It goes and it collects all the colors and it actually builds a digital version of their brand guidelines from their website because their website is their brand. Of and course. from that, it then goes and builds localized ads for every entity of that business. Mm -hmm. So I hear you are talking about narrowing down your focus. You know, you narrow down the city you are and um, you you really come down to the all the details, like what's your name and how old you are and what kind of coffee you like in the morning. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and it's, it's a combination of both demographic targeting and intent based targeting. So, mm -hmm. for example, <clears throat> we've we've got some clients that are actually targeting based on certain circumstances. So we can target people that are actively searching for a new motorbike. And we work with Harley Davidson and a few other brands and their dealerships. And so what happens is the ads now are only targeting particular individuals at certain income levels that are actually looking for a motorbike. But we can even target people that are looking for a competitive motorbike mm -hmm. and we can convince them. So the ad that shows them and it has to be location based. So if they're looking for, for example, an Indian motorbike and Harley wants to win them across, it's a matter of actually saying, you know, Harley, these are the headlines of Harley that actually beat the Indian. Mm -hmm. 
So that's fascinating what you're sharing. And I was pretty sure we will talk about AI part here. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I know that for our listeners, it might sound, you know, too overwhelming right now because it seems like we need to do or know so many things, how to actually narrow down the focus. So tell me, how do you work with with your clients? I mean, if I come there and I say, hi, Wayne, I don't know what to do, but I want to localize so, my digital so, marketing. So interestingly, one of the eureka moments I, I had when we looked at this live retail model, the hardest thing is to start from nothing and try and do something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I'm not an expert in the field, I start with a blank piece of paper and I'm overwhelmed. I don't even mm -hmm. leave the target. What we find is if you, if you ask someone to create, as an example, a spreadsheet from scratch, most people will battle. If you give them a spreadsheet and ask them to modify it, almost anyone can do that. So we turned the model on its head. So where you look at brilliant systems like Canva, that people have to go in and build ads. Mm -hmm. We actually said, imagine we could send someone a set of their ads pre-built that they can edit. So we turned the model completely on its head. And in that, I gave my team a target. I said, the cost of building an ad in the US, or in most countries, but in the US was a good benchmark. If you pay a small agency to build the ad, it's around $400 per carousel ad. We're talking about a five to 10 image carousel ad with animations. Will cost a minimum of 400, sometimes a few thousand if it's big enough. I said, I need to drive that down to zero. And so the way we did it is we looked at the process of building ads. You need all the brand guidelines. You need the artwork that is going to be in the ad. You need the headlines. You need the ad designed and localized for that local entity. Five steps. So we built AI to do all five steps. The first step is it actually goes and interrogates the site, as I mentioned, gets all the brand standards. The second thing it does is it goes and finds every single store that's in that site. So whether it's a McDonald's with 28,000 stores or a small company like Massage Envy with only 280 stores. It basically goes and finds every single store. It then takes this content and goes and uses the web to find the storefront image through Google Maps or Bing Places. It then takes that content to localize, knows the town it's in, and it takes the items that are advertised in the main site and pulls those through AI to build a carousel ad. And then it sends an email to that small business saying, here's six ads I've built for you free of charge. You can download those ads and run them on any network you want. You can post them for free on all your social media at no cost at all, to, no money to us. But if you want to run it, we guarantee you can run it in, ten, in two clicks for as little as 10 bucks. Hmm. And so the reason we did that, we said, hey, if someone goes, wow, I can spend 10 bucks, 100 bucks, 1,000 bucks, 10,000 bucks, they do it. And we saw that in the US, the spend on local hasn't moved as fast from traditional media to digital as the spend on national has. And mm -hmm. so the reason is because of the complexity. You can buy an ad on Facebook for $10, but to create the ad costs you 400. So our view was if we reduce the cost of production to zero, then the rest is easy. So people go, well, why would you give them the ad for free then? And I go, it's very simple. Because even if they take that ad and they wanna go run it in Facebook, try and buy an ad on Facebook. You need to be a PhD. It's mm -hmm. really complicated. You're going to be overwhelmed after spending two to three hours. Why not just use the two clicks and give us 10% of what you spend? Because we've already hyper-targeted the ad. 
And that's no matter whether you use our system or not, you need to set up the hyper-targeting in the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Googles, mm -hmm. the Google Display Networks. We set all that already. We know the, the region of the business. We know the audience. We take the search engine terms from the corporate website and we turn those into Facebook audience targeting. So we marry the two using AI. The headlines are generated by taking the headlines of the products in the website and we cut them down to fit on ads using AI. And by the way, it's... AI really is completely revolutionizing. And, and people people going, oh, all these jobs are going to be you know taken out. Well, computers are supposed to obliterate most people's jobs, but they created more jobs. AI is going to do a lot more. People that have a grasp of AI will be able to actually create more jobs than reduce jobs. I agree. We should all become friends with AI because Absolutely. it changes a lot, but uh, it gives you it gives us so many opportunities. I remember when you know, first came internet. I, I refuse to, to say how old I am, but I remember that, right? So, yep. and, and I remember the feeling. We were all skeptical first. Oh my God, yep. internet. Yep. Why should I Google something if I have those, yep. you know, all the books <laughs> here? <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree with you. We should uh, emphasize and we should, uh, we should, you know, learn, no, we should, teach them to, to get to know us better so they we can become friends and they can help us, right? But um, I really appreciate your expertise on this topic. And I'd like to hear some more maybe common challenges or pitfalls that businesses should be aware of when implementing this, you know, localized digital marketing and, and how can they overcome these challenges? Yeah, so if you, if you look at the process of it, so if you're going to, start local marketing for your business you've got mm -hmm. the organic process of free posts so you can just take an image and you can just post it on your social media and you should be doing something like that but do it a little bit professional that's the easiest cheapest way take a photo of your business if you're a restaurant that does a nice coffee with a nice design on the top take a snapshot post it. that's free media a little bit of your time worth everything you then have a choice on those things to boost them the problem with boosting them is they boost traditionally to the to the your own audience mm -hmm. and yes it does reach some outside your audience but then when you want to run it as an ad is where it becomes a little bit complicated you have to choose your audience your targeting you have to go through the steps of facebook the steps of instagram and now you can do facebook and instagram together so it becomes a little bit complicated but you really have to at least do the free posts just using your social media once you've actually mastered the concept of doing those posts the next step is to now actually create an ad and actually run the ad through that same process of how you were basically advertising your post. So you actually do targeted ads. That becomes sadly exponentially more complicated because now you have to figure out a multi-image carousel ad and you have to figure out how to upload mm -hmm. it into a zip file and you have to figure out how to get it into Facebook and Instagram. And then when you're on the Google Display Network, you have to understand the difference between every ad format and you have to get through all the trees and figure it out. You've got digital display. There's a whole bunch of different things mm -hmm. that happen. Google does have a, 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 I'll give everyone a tip, standardize on carousel ads. What carousel ads is multi-image ads with, which can have video in them, but they're multi-image. And the reason you want those carousel ads is they help with engagement. So in the, in the social media sites, you can click on an ad and go to the website or find something, do whatever you need. You can actually interact with the ad. You can slide it across and that gets people engaged. They can like the ad, which gives you free exposure. 
they can share the ad, which is even more valuable because people only share ads to applicable other people that are interested in the ad. Sharing an ad is huge. You can't do that on the Google Display Network. And that's why social media is way more cost effective. We, we support all, but social media is at least 60 to 120% more effective when you're doing localized advertising. So they can share it and they basically can, you know, once they've interacted with that ad, you get that information. So that's the other thing that you need is to know how the ads are, are responding. Um, I still maintain use, you know, use the service to, to generate the ads automatically for you. Once you've figured out that first one, you can use the canvas of this world. You can use a small agency to build the ads. You can use a service like Live Retail that builds the ads automatically for you, but get the ads built and try and find a service that not only builds the ad for you, but also sets up the targeting automatically for you so you don't have to do that. That's the most complicated part. And then sends the ad to Facebook and Instagram and all those networks without you having to do all that work. And then gives you the results without you having to go dive into the forests of all of these different platforms. Because you will go look at Facebook, it'll be in a different format to what Twitter is, to what Snapchat is, to what TikTok is, to what Google Display Network is all different. And now your head spins as you're trying to bring them all together. So you need a service that brings all that data together so it can tell you what works. But you don't even have to get that complicated. Our view is technology is there to remove the complication. And that's what we our goal was, was to build something that made all of that go away. It built the ads automatically, no techni technical involvement required. It targets the ads automatically, no technical involvement, but you mm -hmm. can still change it. It traffics the ads to those things. It then grabs all the data and consolidates it and presents it in one form, one, one performance report. That is so great. It is so valuable what you are sharing here right now. I was just thinking maybe there are some very certain resources you can, you know, recommend or provide further learning on, on the topic of, on this topic, really? Or should we just go to your website? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's always, I always recommend YouTube as the best resource for learning stuff, you know, so basically doing all types of little searches on YouTube really do help, you know, Podcasts are a phenomenal way, mm -hmm. you know, literally having the, the option to listen to, to things and get mm -hmm. those tips, consolidate information very quickly. Um, and then, of course, you know, go visit liveretail.com and you'll see how mm -hmm. easy it is. It, you'll be presented with over 700 brands. And as long as your brand is there, you click on the brand, you choose your location, you present with all your ads ready to run in three steps. Mm -hmm. If your brand isn't there, you can request your brand. And for live retail, you need a minimum of four stores before we set the brand up. And we set the brand up at no charge because our AI does it all. Mm. Um, but if, if it is, you know, contact, you know, full the contact form. If you want more info, that's easy enough. Um, but yeah, and it's www.liveretail.com. Okay. Thank you. And if listeners want to connect you online, where can they find you? Yeah, they can send me an email to wruvers, which is W-R-E-U-V-E-R-S at liveretail.com. Perfect. So and all the questions, I'm, you know, I'm always open. I, I love giving feedback. You know, mm -hmm. we've invested in a bunch of companies and we've been very, very lucky. So, yeah, thank you. And, and as a wrap up today, if there were like one key takeaway you would like our listeners to to remember about this multi-location digital marketing, what would it be? The emotional tie of location. 
Every single ad must include at a minimum the name of the city and town, the school that someone went to, and then add other information. You know, if the name of the city and town is vital, if you can include the school they went to, things that are closely emotionally tied to them. And if you can include a picture of the area that they would recognize, those all increase response. And lo location, location, location. The key thing is include the city name. Mm-hmm. That is strong and powerful. Thank you so much, Wayne, for being here with us today. I do actually have one other thing. I don't know if, if um, I can add this. But sure. Yeah. So, so one of the things for us, you know, we, as I mentioned, we've spun out a bunch of businesses and, and sold them and live mm -hmm. retail is our latest iteration. We spun live retail out of live technology in November and we did, we launched a regulation CF crowdfunding to allow the small businesses that use our service to become shareholders. And there's really three reasons for that. A person that uses our services is always a great advocate, but a person that is a shareholder and uses the system is a phenomenal advocate. They promote it, they give us feedback, they become part of the team, part of the family, and they catch the ride up. Mm -hmm. So we made a decision that, you know, the whole concept of, of crowdfunding investments is exploding in the US. So we turned it on and we allocated a small portion of the business to allow these folks to catch the ride with us. So if anyone is interested, we would prefer they were a business that used our service or were involved in marketing, then please go to the invest page, which is liveretail.com forward slash invest. And there's the full deck there, it shows everything. And you know, it's fairly easy to invest. And we were lucky enough to raise over 50% of our raising. We hit $1.4 million in a matter of weeks. And, you know, there's still a million available. Wow, love that. Thank you, Wayne. What a great opportunity for our listeners. So thank you so much for sharing and thank you for your time once again. Cool. Thank you, Marie. Thank you very much. No one wins alone. Be supported, inspired, and connected with our community 24-7. Find the link in the show notes.